other than me. <laughs> you know what? Uh, well, that's a, that's a great message. Uh, Genesis, Genesis. I like that. That we had a couple messages on that, but it all starts and basically it's relationship, and and you got to strive to get that relationship uh, done. It says, examine yourselves whether you be in the faith. I thought Brother Mike was going to bring out some things because I always mention him, and I figured he was going to. He had his opportunity. We had a couple first-time preachers in here, and I like him. And it started out. It started out with Adam and Eve in a garden. Yeah. Uh, and they sinned, and they messed up. But I like what he said. He said, just don't do it. Amen. That's all you got to do is just don't do it. It's in front of Don't do it. And if you do, just remember, he's walking in the garden in the cool of the day looking for you. And he knows right where you're at. And he will find you. And when he finds you, what you need to do is what Adam and Eve did, is just get the thing right. And let him do his thing, and you do your thing, and go on, and be done with it, and put it behind you, and move on, and, and realize that Jesus cleansed you from it. And I'm telling you what, when I found that thing out, that the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth me from all sin, uh, I was talking to my mom, Y'all keep her in prayer. She's getting really close. Uh, she may be saved. I'm not saying she's not saved. I think she's getting real close to being able to understand salvation. Uh, I mean, the last couple conversations, we were laughing at each other, and she was, she goes, Mike, I've just been a wicked person my whole life. I'm like, yeah, amen, amen. Amen, Mom. Yep, yep, you've been wicked, real wicked, uh, worse than wicked, exceedingly wicked. <laughs> I don't get her no slack. But she's laughing now. Now, you may say she's laughing at sin. No, she's not laughing at sin She's coming to a realization, and she'll say, I still James Michael, I got to get off the phone. I got to, my heart, my heart, my heart. I'm like, you always run from it, man. Just when you get right to the edge, man, right where you're going to get it, you leave. And you know what I've been doing for 40 years? I've been telling her that the, she's scared to go to hell. I said, you ought to be scared to go to hell. <laughs> I said, I said, I'm not scared to go to hell because I'm not going. I said, you ought to be scared. I said, and, and I said, if he tells me to pick you up and throw you in hell, I'll throw you in the hell, man. She goes, you know, I told Sarah that one time, and, and she got saved right after that, man. She didn't have no problem ever. I, I haven't heard her ever have a problem with that again. I just told her, I said, I get to heaven, the Lord tells me to pick you up and throw you in hell. I said, I'll pick you up and throw you in hell so fast, it'll make your head spin. I said, I'm your daddy now. I won't be your daddy there. I said, I'm going to be a, a friend of Jesus. I'm going to be one of his servants, and I'm going to do exactly what he says do, how he says do it, when he says do it. And if he says jump, I'm already going to be in the air because I'm already going to know what he wants. And you say, what is it? Don't do it. Sin is real, brother. Sin is real. Sin will kill you in a heartbeat. Uh, and like Andrew preached on that message on the uh, ship, I don't know where he got those Navy, uh, Navy stuff at. I mean, it's what interests that. But when you sit there and look at that, man, I mean, you got, that's why he says put on the whole armor. That, that whole list of stuff there is to keep you alive so that if they do get a wild shot and hit you, and you know the devil knows right where your weakness is. If he gets a wild shot and hits you, man, when the hood went down, I mean, you're talking about a bunch of upset people. Now, they took the Bismarck out, but it took 700 shots to do it. And it was because somebody actually, a, an airplane lost a tor dropped a torpedo, and it hit the rudder, and the Bismarck couldn't go straight. And it was just going in circles. And they had time to blast the snot out of that thing. Other than that, the Bismarck would have been back in port and it would have taken the hood out and probably half the other uh, fleet only because the British never got prepared for that battle. I was reading an article today, uh, Brother Howie was on the USS America and they took the America. This is top secret stuff, man. They don't tell you much. It's just now starting to come out. They sank the America 266 miles off of the coast. I didn't think a carrier could be sunk. They suck that sucker. You know what they did? They sunk it to see how to sink it. 
they know that those things can be sunk. And they know what it takes to sink them. They just sunk one, a big carrier, right off the coast out there. And it's three miles down. They did sink it in a place where you ain't going to find it. But they sunk it. The, the uh, Uriskinsies, I think, what is it? Riskini. Uh, Brother uh, Paul uh, uh, Philpot was on that one. It took them nine months to get that ship ready to sink. They took it out there and they did some stuff to the America and put it on the bottom. And they, they're not telling you what they did. You know what you got to do? You know what they're doing? They're getting ready. <laughs> they are getting ready for the next one. You know what we ought to do is get ready for them. That's encouraging, man. Everything in Ephesians 6, you ought to read that thing and say, I need to make sure I've got this stuff on me. You know what I always liked about the Old Testament? man? I, liked them. I, I like David's 37 mighty men. You know why? Because men and guys, could, I mean, they just take you out. They were always ready to fight at a drop of a hat. I mean, give them a reason to fight. They're looking for a reason to fight. Are you ready to fight? If not, guess what? Get ready, man. Get ready. Get ready. It's coming. And if it don't come today or tomorrow, it'll come next week. If it don't come next week, it'll come. You say, that's discouraging. No, man. You know what you do? You get ready. I've got about a couple pounds i got to lose. You know what? You say, well, you made a New Year's. Yeah, but you know what I'm doing? It's hindering me. That's hindering me. And I know it's hindering me, and it's hindering Beth. And I'm going to make Beth lose some weight, so I'll lose some weight. And I'm going to make Esther get in on that thing, too. You know why? Because then we'll all, I had a Nazarene come in here and, and tell me and show me. He goes, Mike, he goes, you've got to get the thing under control, and you've got to have accountability. You know what we are to each other? Accountability. They always tell you. Go back to Titus. He finished up at Titus right there. I'll say this, and I'll be done. And then we'll go. We're going we're gonna to have an altar call here for just a second. Brother, get a song ready. We'll sing a song. Give an altar call because you may just feel like the Lord wants you to uh, say something right now to, your, to him. Titus. You always hear him over, and I, I, I'm so sick of some Bible scholars, man, because they know so much. Well, James over here says, show me your faith without works, and I'll show you my faith with works. And they say, that's all about works. Go to Titus chapter uh, th uh, 3, verse four, 14. He said, let ours, that's Paul talking, let ours also learn to maintain good works for necessary use that they be not unfruitful. You're supposed to have works. And I don't care what anybody says. Uh, if you have, you say you have faith and you don't have works, you got a problem. And you say, well, I didn't do too good last year. Well, yeah, maybe you did, man. You don't know. You don't know. You won't know till eternity. Uh, but we, there's always room for improvement. And you know what we got to do is get ready for next year. I mean, in a couple minutes, a couple hours, we're going to be moving into the next year. Say, okay, I'm going to get ready for next year. I mean, telling you, brethren, there's still time. There's still time to redeem some things, straighten some things out in our lives that shouldn't be there. Get the dirt out, man. You know what? Uh, Eglon, Eglon was, a, was a pitcher of sin in the nation of Israel's life. And Ehud was the, the dagger man. <laughs> he was the carrier. He was the, he was the, are you vaxxed or unvaxxed today? <laughs> Father, thank you for your blessing. Lord, uh, I praise you. Bless the altar call here for just a couple minutes before we go and just have some fellowship. Lord, if anybody has anything in, in, on their heart right now that they just want to uh, bring to you, I pray that they'd come forward and just uh, leave it here on the altar, Lord. What a blessing it is that from the day uh, of Abraham, Adam and Eve, Lord, you've always been there to forgive and ready to forgive. And Lord, that you love us. And Lord, uh, help us to realize how much you love us and that you want to walk with us just like you did Adam and Eve in the garden. You want to walk with us today. 
uh, in 2021, Lord, and you're going to do it in 2022. You said you never leave us or forsake us, Lord. And I just think, I got brothers all over this planet, Lord. I pray for them tonight. Uh, Lord, that you, and brothers and sisters, Lord, you just encourage them, lift them up. Lord, uh, help them just to continue on just a little bit more. And Lord, uh, as you did in the garden, you just went a little further. Help us just go a little further. And Father, we'll praise you and honor you in Jesus' precious holy name. Amen.